This is Macro Horizons Morning Musings. I'm Ian Lingen, here to bring you our thoughts from the trading desk for Thursday, May 28th. Welcome to BMO COVID-19 Insights. Visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19 for more up-to-the-minute insights. The views expressed here are those of the participants and not those of BMO Capital Markets, its affiliates, or subsidiaries. The most interesting part of today's price action has been what hasn't happened rather than what we have seen play out in financial markets. Most notably, as investors await a more accurate sense of the extent of the economic damage created by the pandemic, one might have assumed a refocus on the Trump-Beijing trade war would emerge as an important driver for risk asset performance. We certainly had this assumption. This week's developments related to Hong Kong, including the overnight passage of China's new security measures for the region, held the potential to derail the bid for domestic equities, which has returned the S&P solidly above the 200-day moving average. We'll be the first to admit a degree of surprise at the market's willingness to shrug off the implications, particularly following the U.S. decision to declare Hong Kong as no longer autonomous and all that implies for trade, sanctions, and the renewed tensions on the world stage. Nonetheless, overnight trading put equity futures as high as 30.53. For context, stocks started the year at 32.30. Our interpretation that investors have tabled angst over the depths of the recession for the time being continues to hold, reinforced by the price action, of course. The building disinterest in the Chinese trade saga illustrates an increasingly domestic focus, and given the magnitudes of the dislocations created by the pandemic, we're certainly sympathetic to the notion that gauging the prospects for the U.S. to reopen and rebuild far outweigh the incremental headwinds created by international trade at this stage. This implies that the ongoing bid for risk assets will remain beholden to the optimism that Warmer weather and social distancing will ease the re-engagement of the labor force as the new normal is established. Today's array of economic data is primarily focused on the period of greatest impact from the lockdowns, namely durable goods, which has seen down 19.1% for the month of April, and pending home sales, which are estimated to have declined 17% last month. While this is useful in gauging the trajectory during the current quarter, April's reports are easily dismissed as dated information at this stage, especially given the uncharted nature of the contraction. Similarly, first quarter real GDP revisions will be met with a collective shrug as attention has decidedly shifted toward the reopening process. It's in this context that the initial jobless claims for the week of May 23rd will take on elevated importance. The consensus forecast is for a deceleration in the number of new filers to 2.1 million, a figure which represents significant improvement in the pace of layoffs. However, it's still a pre-pandemic record-breaking level. Recall the 1.068 million overstatement in claims from Massachusetts for last week's release, which the Labor Department it would announce that it will incorporate this week, presumably via revisions. If anything, this leaves a modest downward skew for the number most likely to provide trading guidance in the session ahead. We're retaining our 
core trading bias as the weekend comes into focus, as does the 100th episode of Macro Horizons. Yields grinding sideways in a defined range, accompanied by an upward melt in risk assets. This isn't a departure from the last several weeks to be sure, although as extremes in terms of price action, momentum, and sentiment near, staying the course becomes an increasingly risky endeavor. This holds true more so with stocks than it does with the steepening of the yield curve, and even less so with the outright level of rates. Wednesday's close in the S&P 500 represented a retracement of 70% of March's crash, and has been accompanied by stochastics venturing well into overbought territory. In keeping with the notion that the fundamentals, and even geopolitics, have taken a back seat to the momentum and green shoots of optimism, we're reminded that a period of consolidation will suffice to alleviate the overbought conditions. Let us not forget the flow backdrop. This afternoon's seven-year auction marks the final installment of Treasury supply for May. Similar to fives, a more significant concession is in order and will define the overall performance of the takedown. Whether overseas sponsorship is evident, think Japan, will also influence the stop versus the 1 p.m. WI, although it's been a very long time since the auction stats for sevens have been a market-defining event. On the demand side, May's duration benchmark extension is meaningful at plus 0.12 years, albeit average for a refunding month. This warrants a nod, as Friday's session will presumably benefit from the buying. And with that, this is Ian Lingen signing off. Stay safe, tune in, and stop up. Thanks for listening to Macro Horizons. Please visit us at bmocm.com backslash macrohorizons. We'd love to hear what you thought of today's episode. So please email me directly with any feedback at ian.lingen at bmo.com. Thanks for listening. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. For more insights, visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19. This podcast has been prepared with the assistance of employees of Bank of Montreal, BMO Nesbitt Burns Inc., and BMO Capital Markets Corporation. Together, BMO. Notwithstanding the foregoing, this podcast should not be construed as an offer or the solicitation of an offer to sell or to buy or subscribe for any particular product or services, including, without limitation, any commodities, securities, or other financial instruments. We are not soliciting any specific action based on this podcast. It is for the general information of our clients. It does not constitute a recommendation or a suggestion that any investment or strategy referenced herein may be suitable for you. It does not take into account the particular investment objectives, financial conditions, or needs of individual clients. Nothing in this podcast constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a representation that any investment or strategy is suitable or appropriate to your unique circumstances or otherwise constitutes an opinion or a recommendation to you. BMO is not providing advice regarding the value or advisability of trading in commodity interests, including futures contracts and commodity options or any other activity, which would cause BMO or any of its affiliates to be considered a commodity trading advisor under the U.S. Commodity Exchange Act. BMO is not undertaking to act as a swap advisor to you or in your best interests, and you, to the extent applicable, will rely solely on advice from your qualified independent representative in making hedging or trading decisions. This podcast is not to be relied upon in substitution for the exercise of independent judgment. You should conduct your own independent analysis of the matters referred to herein, together with your qualified independent representative, if applicable. 
BMO assumes no responsibility for verification of the information in this podcast. No representation or warranty is made as to the accuracy or completeness of such information, and BMO accepts no liability whatsoever for any loss arising from any use of or reliance on this podcast. BMO assumes no obligation to correct or update this podcast. This podcast does not contain all information that may be required to evaluate any transaction or matter, and 